Hey, I want to spend just a few moments just visiting with you here this morning. One of the things that's so important that, uh, I, and I think it's been very obvious as to what's happened here with your children and, and uh, all that they have done, and it's all focused around the Word of God, every bit of it. The incredible Word of God, the amazing Word of God. I, I, I think of the uh, passage from the prophet Isaiah in the Old Testament in chapter 40, which says the flower fades, I'm sorry, the grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of God, listen to me, the word of God stands forever. It stands forever. And, And these young people here have been absorbing that and they're sharing that and all of these things. The Bible is the most incredible book in the entire world. Did you realize that every year, 100 million Bibles are purchased every year, every year? And that is, that's made it the bestseller for literally decades and decades. And this has been going on for a long time. Do you realize that in the Bible there are 788,258 words? There are 31,000 100, 102 verses, plus there is 1,189 chapters in the Bible. This is something that we have been sharing with your children all week long. Now they didn't have to, we didn't get, we didn't have the time to go through all of those words and verses and chapters and everything else. That wasn't it. We weren't able to do that. But this is a book that is entirely about Jesus Christ. The entire book is. In the Old Testament, the Old Testament tells us that Jesus is coming. In the Gospels, the the Gospels say he's already here. In the book of Acts, we proclaim him as the risen Christ. In the epistles, we explain him. And in the book of the Revelation, we tell you that he is coming again. This, again, is a book about God. It is a book about Christ and what he does, how he transforms people's lives. It's an amazing book. It's a wonderful book. The very first verse in the Bible says, in the beginning, God created. And we know that the creator was actually Jesus Christ himself. The last verse of the Bible, Revelation chapter 22 and verse 21 says, and the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. There's the bookends of the Bible. From start to finish, it's about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. There's a wonderful unity between the Old Testament and the New Testament. Sometimes I hear people say, well, I, I don't understand much of anything about the Old Testament and uh, it's not very important or anything. Well, my friends, I want you to know something that Jesus, Paul, Peter, John, all of the writers of the, uh, of the New Testament quoted the Old Testament scores of time. And so it becomes very important. And so that's why we teach. The Bible tells us there's only one way that sin and death has entered into the world. There's one diagnosis for humanity. There is one pathway 
of salvation. There is one design for the family. There is one final judgment. And there's one final eternal state. It tells us all of that information. It tells us what we need to know to live for God, to know God, to understand God, and to walk with God. And that's why we've had VBS this week. We want these young people to become, have their hearts literally set afire for God, for what he can do in their life and what he is doing in their life. That's why we do VBS. This is an enormous undertaking. It takes a lot of work and everything like that. But the, the, the idea, the idea is so that these young people can brush up against Christ and to know him and to understand him and what he does and what he can do in their life. It's an amazing week. And that's because we serve an amazing God. And this amazing God has given us this Bible of 66 books that is incredible all the way, the journey from Genesis to the Revelation. And that's what we've been doing this week. That's all that we've been doing. It's been the main thing. The Bible is tells us that Jesus is on a mission. And it's a very important mission because if you know anything about Jesus, the Bible says he came to seek and to save that which is lost. That means everybody. That includes the, the entire group in this, in this room today. And if you could pack another three or 400 into this place, it would apply to them. He came to seek and to save that which is lost. The Bible says God made him sin who knew no sin so that he might be the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. God did it all. God supplied it all. God made it happen. And we are the ones that can participate in that and enjoy that. The Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. My goodness, that's simple, isn't it? That's incredibly simple. In fact, here's the problem, though. It is so simple that sometimes people stumble over that. And the reason they stumble over that is they say, well, I need to be doing something, don't I? No. The Bible says the free gift of God is everlasting life. It's free. It's here. Take my gift. If I came up to you today and I had a wonderful gift in my hand and I said, here, take my gift, and you would say, well, what can I pay for that? How can I, how can I, uh, how can I give you something? That would be an insult. I would consider it insulting. Because you didn't want my gift. I wanted to give it to you as a gift. And yet you tried to buy it. You tried to earn it in some way. And that would have insulted me. One of the songs that we sang here today, I, I just, and I didn't know this until I listened to the program actually here. I, I'd heard bits and pieces of it all week long until I got the whole thing and I thought it was interesting. Jesus said there is a narrow pathway and a narrow gate that leads to everlasting life. A narrow pathway and a narrow gate that leads to everlasting life. He says, you know, surprisingly, not all that many people are on it. He also relates it this way. He said, there is also a broad path and a wide gate. He says, there's all kinds of people on that pathway. 
He explains this a little bit in a, in a moment later. He says, the people on that narrow path that walk through that, that narrow gate, these are the people that are heading to an eternity in heaven. Sins are forgiven. God has restored them and God has redeemed them, all of the things. He says, the people on the broad pathway, there's lots of people on it. Folks, there's lots. And it may seem just natural. They say, oh, I need to follow the crowd. Look, I'm telling you, the crowd's going in the wrong direction. You need to find the narrow pathway and that, that narrow gate. And we present that this morning to you. We present that in a very simple kind of a way. Too many people keep saying, well, I hope I'm okay. I hope everything turns out right. And, and, and Pastor, you know, after all, <clears throat> I'm, work, I'm really working hard to do a, a lot of good in my life. You know, sort of, we put it on this scale and hope that it, that, uh, that it overbalances the bad stuff. Well, you know, that doesn't even work. I mean, that's, that's hopeless. That's useless. And that's why Jesus came. That's why he reaches out to you. The Bible clearly says, now's the accepted time. Now's the day of salvation. And I think that one of the most important words in that whole expression is the word now. You know, there's people that say, you know, I agree with what you're saying, but you know what, Monday, I'm going to really get this thing straight in my life. No, you won't. Now is the accepted time. Pastor, you know, I think I'm going to start coming to church here, and, and uh, you know, I'm going to start being involved in this church, and God will be pleased. God would be pleased with that, that's for sure, but that's not salvation. You don't get saved by joining the church. You can join this church and 10 others in this na neighborhood. And that's not, what gonna, that's not what's going to get you there. I'm not as bad as he is. I'm not as bad as she is. Well, that's, that's going to do you no good either. We come to Christ. It's really that simple. Jesus said this. Actually, John said it. He says, these things have been written that you might know that you have everlasting life. Let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen, listen to me carefully. God wants you to know today. You should not walk out of this building without knowing that you're right with God and you know where you're heading for eternity. Don't walk out of here without knowing that. This is critical. That's why we did VBS. That's why we helped these young people to really know, no, 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 right here. Not here. I had a gob of head knowledge in my life, but I didn't have him here. And I've got him here today. I want to pray with you. Would you bow your heads with me, please? Father, I thank you for the incredible lessons and the, the word of God. I thank you for giving us this word because this word gives us a pathway to know Christ, to know the way of God, to have sins forgiven, and to know Jesus Christ, and to have an eternity in heaven secured for us in these moments. Father, I, help, I pray that you'll help somebody earnestly praying. Please help somebody to pray. Just a simple prayer, just a simple, simple prayer this morning. 
and I'm going to lead you in that. And you pray, a, you pray in your heart, but pray with all of your heart. Dear Jesus, come into my heart. I admit that I am a sinner and I need Christ. I'm not ready. I want to know Jesus Christ today. I open my heart and I accept him into my heart as my Savior and Lord. Live in my heart. Father, I believe Jesus died for me, that he rose from the dead. Today I accept him and him alone <clears throat> as my Savior and Lord. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I am praying that people honestly really pray that. Make it real in your life. Make it real in your life. Let God begin to change and transform you beginning in these moments.